0: your girl, Sophronia Ivory, hosting your new favorite show, No Rewinds. No Rewinds, because we only got one shot to raise these kids. We got to see it, think about it, then do what we got to do to raise these kids. This weekend, I watched Bridgerton on Netflix. It was a very good series because it touches on the vetting process of finding a mate. So Bridgerton is set like in the 1800s where young ladies, when they become of age, they are presented to suitors so that these suitors can marry them, right? Well, the lead character, her name is Daphne, has been handpicked by the queen to be one of the most desirable brides of the season. So the storyline is such that you're watching this process to see who Daphne ultimately ends up being with. Since Daphne's father passed away, her eldest brother has assumed the role of vetting suitors to marry his sister. So he is cock blocking, and I mean like majorly cock blocking with all of these suitors that Daphne could probably be interested in, but the brother's like, nope, not him, not him, not him, for very good reasons. But he's still cock-blocking at the end of the day. So the brother picks this older, unattractive man. And when I say he's unattractive, he was, like, much older. He looked like that dude that if he touched you, you'd be like, Oh, don't touch me. Ooh, that's gross. I don't want you to touch me. Like he got the heebie-jeebies or something. That's kind of what he looked like. The brother, Lord Bridgerton, is Xing out young men if he thinks that they owe people, which means that they're not, you know, good money managers. If they have bad reputation, he's Xing out these guys. If they didn't have enough money, that he he was Xing out those men. So he's Xing out all these different guys for this man that is basically kind of creepy. So eventually she finds love and. Everything kind of works out, but the movie got me to thinking that it is the same vetting process for us as people. So even though this movie is in the 1800s, it's 2021, and that brother's thought process is very, very valid. It's time for us to start vetting these potential suitors. A couple things. A couple. This is just a couple things off the top of my head. When you're in the process of vetting someone, you really got to think like, are we equally yoked? I used to think that being equally yoked meant that we earn the same amount financially. I'm a little bit older now and I understand that that's not quite what equally yoked means. It is a part of it, but that's not the same thing. So equally yoked, you know, kind of means, do I like this person? Because if you're trying to date someone, I'm going to assume that you're not trying to date them for 30 days, but you're looking for something in, in in for years to come. You know, love does fade a little bit. And so it gets to be a partnership. Can I depend on this person? Can I sit down and can I have coffee with this person? Do I mind um, taking care of this person if something should happen to them? Or are you going to be looking at them like, nah, take care of yourself? You know, you, you have to kind of think about these things when you're vetting someone. And you're vetting them for a couple of different reasons. You're vetting them for you to make sure that they fit into your lifestyle. That you're vetting them to make sure that they are the person that you want in your life. Somebody you can introduce to your kids. So so when you're vetting someone, you want to look at their history. What does their history dictate? Because people are pretty much who they are. They may tweak a little bit. But for the most part, people don't really change. You know, when you meet someone, you usually meet their representative. And they're polished. They're paying for dinner. They're showing up on time. They're answering the phone, texting you back. But if that's not who they really are, that will fade. It's hard to keep up a facade <laughs> if that's not who you really are. If that's not your character. You, it's only going to stay in play for so long. And then it, then you're going to see who they really are. Their representative is going back to the office and now you left. What old boy? Are your are his morals similar to what your morals are? How many kids does he have? Right, you got to know that. Is he claiming the kids? If you know he got kids and he ain't claiming them kids, that should be a red flag for you. And if he has, you know, two and three kids and he's not taking care of those children, that should be a red flag for you as well. Because there's no reason for you to get into a relationship knowing that he's not taking care of his kids, but he's gonna start taking care of yours. It ain't happening. It ain't happening. I don't even want you to think that it's gonna happen because it's not gonna happen. And if he doesn't have children, does he not have children because he doesn't want children or because he can't have children? If you want children and he doesn't want to, then, hmm. What are you continuing for? Because you think you're going to change his mind, you're not. It doesn't happen. You changing someone, one, it never works. But then that's also temporary, too. You know, it's different when you try to encourage someone to think of a concept in a different light, but they have to personally buy into that light and not. Can you not think that you can change them to be something that they're not. You shouldn't even want a person like that, really. You want someone to be genuine. You want someone to be able to to think for themselves. You want someone to be able to come to the table um, to help you work through an issue that can bring value to the conversation. And if you're basically trying to manipulate a man into wanting something that he doesn't want, shame on you, shame on you, you know, and when you're vetting them, another thing when you're vetting them, what kind of relationship does he have with those kids, mother, that's important because if he has a, a really good relationship with the kid's mother that means that when you're with him, that that's going to be a little bit easier. If it's a strain relationship that he has with his children's mother, then that's going to be a strain on your relationship because he's always going to be complaining about them. He ain't gonna be able to get the kids, or he's, you know, it's always going to be some drama with these kids' mama. You know, you need to vet vet him out, and you need to get a really clear understanding of. The dynamics of that relationship. Another thing is, what kind of job does he have? Does he work? You need to know if he works. And I'm not. And I'm. I'm when you, when you're vetting him, if he can't keep a job, I don't want you to think that you're about to get with him and you're gonna help him find a job. And he's gonna keep that job. If he has never had a job or has never had a job for more than six months, I don't want you to think that when you get with him, he's going to get a job to support his family. Because if you had a checked his history, you would have known that that's not what he does. So save yourself some heartache. If you are looking for someone to help support you and your children financially, and you already know that this man is not keeping a job, more than 6 months that means that you are voluntarily signing up to take care of him that's what you're doing and i don't know about you but i don't know too many women that can can take care of a grown ass man but you know we do it time and time again we ignore the signals we think that oh well we got i got a baby by him and he should be stepping up well you know what he should but you knew he wasn't doing that before you got pregnant but you thought some stuff was going to change. You didn't properly vet him. You didn't. You ignored all of the signs. And if you know that he had children prior to you, you saw how he was interacting with those children. Was he a good dad? Was he not a good dad? That was a real good indication for you of how he is going to be if you have a child with this man. People don't change much. They tweak a little bit, but at the core, they are who they are. Now, if you, that woman, where you just want to have a baby with somebody, and you don't really need that man. That's a different type of story. And that brings on some other types of concerns. Um, But I mean, if that's what you do, then, hey, do you but don't expect him to be keeping a job and you know that his history doesn't dictate that he's going to keep a job long if you proceed in a relationship with someone like that then you are voluntarily signing up to be you're voluntarily signing up to support this man not only him but you're you're signing up to voluntarily support his children and whatever, when whatever else he has going on, because if y'all together, check it out. Cause if y'all together, y'all living together and his car breakdown. Now we in a six month period where he just quit his job. Who's going to pay to get the car fixed? Because y'all living together. So in your, in y'all mind, it's y'all car. You got to pay for that. He can't help you because he ain't got no job. But you knew this was coming because you had to know that something was going to happen and he might be in a time period in which he didn't have a job. Not a car broke down and you the one with the job. You might as well go on and get the car fixed because you knew that's what you signed up for. You might not have realized that that's what you signed up for, but that's what you signed up for. Can't take that personal. And is he transparent with you? I think that for me, that transparency thing is huge. Oh, my God. You know, we always say, oh, we don't want someone that is going to lie to us. We want someone that's going to be honest and someone that's going to be loyal. But honestly, I don't know that a lot of y'all can handle 100% 100% transparency. Because when someone is 100% transparent with you, that means that they might be a, they might say some things that is going to hurt your feelings. And even though if they hurt your feelings, it still doesn't mean that you don't need to have the information. In order for someone to be 100% transparent with you, they need to know that you can receive that information and not be acting a fool. <laughs> you ain't about to be clowning and nutting up, but that when you receive the information, you can make an informed decision. I'll give you an example. I was dating this guy, wonderful guy. And he and and he basically told me that I don't believe in marriage. And I believe basically that he needed multiple women. I was like, oh. Okay, um, I'm out. Because I knew, I know me. I knew that I couldn't handle that. I couldn't handle that kind of relationship. But I can appreciate that he was honest with me. He knew what he needed as a man. He needed to have multiple women. Doesn't even matter what he needed multiple women for, but he knew that he needed that. And I appreciate him telling me that because then I get to make an informed decision. So I'm like, ooh, Saffronia, um, how do you receive this? Okay, yeah, you can be a little bit jealous and I want mine's for mine's and you know, mm, I'm gonna walk away from that. I still communicate with him. He's still a good friend of mine, but that wasn't something that I could sign up for. We always want someone to be honest with us but do we really? And I think on the flip side of that, you need to really come to grips with: Do you want someone to be honest with you? Do you do you really want to know? I mean, I I know some people that say, you know what, you need to lie to me <laughs> for for my own mental sanity. I need you to lie to me about that. And if that's you, that's okay. That means that you can close one eye and you will be okay. That's just not me. I want to know. I want to know it all. But that 100% transparency is amazing. You know, one of the things that I used to tell my kids is if something happens, I need you to tell me. I need you to tell me before I hear from anybody else. And I don't care if you're wrong. I don't care if you're right. Just tell me what the story is because as long as I know the story, then I know how to respond. I know how I know if I need to be an advocate for you. I need to know if I need to be your lawyer. As long as I have the information, I know how to proceed. Don't have me proceeding and I'm not proceeding correctly. I can't guide you. I can't give you the, the right advice if I don't have all the information. Now, you try, now, if I don't have all the information and I'm guiding and I'm speaking on your behalf, now I look like a fool because you haven't been 100% transparent with me. That's a must for me. That transparency, it's freeing. It's liberating. um, It's very educational too because you have if someone is one hundred percent transparent with you, then you can't say I didn't know I didn't know he had another woman yeah you did he told you he told you that he couldn't be with one woman he needed multiple women now you have to formulate how do I respond if someone outside of our relationship comes to me with this information that my man is in the street or or at the tavern, at the club with another broad. You can't flip out and call him and say, hey, such and such has just called me told me you all up in old girl face. He told you that. He told you that. He told you that he could not be with one woman. So you calling him now nutting up on something that he told you, that ain't even fair. That's not fair to him. What it says is you didn't know what you were signing up for. You didn't know that it was going to feel the way it felt when she called you and told you that your man was in the club with another babe. You didn't prepare for your response. I don't know what you could have said like, yeah, okay, whatever. You sure it was him? And then did nothing with the information. However, that transparency is powerful. Now you know that he's a man of his word. How do you proceed? Are you not as into him because now he's doing what he told you he was going to do? Now you want to date somebody else? Did you tell him that? When he told you that he wanted to be with, that he needed to be with multiple women. Did you tell him that you needed to be with multiple men? If you didn't, then you weren't transparent. You owe him that. And just to give you a heads up, most men can't handle that kind of information. You know, they're going to not want to be with you. And if that's what it is, it is what it is. But that transparency, it guides you. There's no mystery there. So when you're vetting someone, if you really need that transparency, then it's, it needs to start from day one. That starts with you being transparent. That starts with you not holding back and not being concerned about someone else's feelings. Because when, if you're concerned with someone else's feelings, that means that you've put your own feelings to the side. Can't do that. Because then you're not being yourself. You've got to be yourself, just like you want this man to be his self. You've got to be yourself too. So that em. check out his family. <laughs> you know, one scene in the, in the in the movie, in the, in Bridgerton in the series. So Daphne, Daphne's mom invites the creepy guy's mom over. And she said, come here, let me look at you. I fell out laughing. (laughs) It was like, did she just say, come here, let me look at you? But you know what? That's what, when you go meet his family, they don't, might not say that, but they're checking you out. They looking at your lipstick. They looking, are your nails done? You know, how much she weigh? How tall is she? What color is she? How she dressed? Look at her shoes. How does she talk? They looking at all of that. And look here, honey, girlfriend. I'm going to just pull your coat tail. You need to be looking at them the same way. By the time you finish meeting these people, you need to know, you know, what cousins is which cousins? What is his sister doing? How, how many brothers he got? You need to know all of that. Just when they vetting you, you vetting them too. Take the vetting process seriously. Have fun with it. As you're collecting this information, when you're vetting suitors, process it. Does it make sense to you? Is this the person that mm, gives me that 80% of what I need? If you haven't watched the series, it's a great series. You won't get bored. Um, It's a love story. If you are trying to date, in your process of dating, let's vet. Let's ask the questions. Do you qualify to be my man? Just something to think about. What are you doing to vet these men? Let me know. Instagram, Facebook. I want to know. I'm out. Well, that's it for today, y'all. Just remember, there are no one-size-fits-all manuals to teach you how to be a single parent. Do what you can, then build up your village to help you do the rest, because there are no rewinds. Don't forget to subscribe so we can chop it up next time.